We thank you that no matter what we're going through in life, that it is still well with our soul. Lord, we thank you that your peace, your joy, your comfort, Lord, that they're always there no matter what's going on around us. Lord, just help us keep our eyes on you. Lord, the source of all that we need. Lord, we thank you for for just blessing us. Thank you for being with us. And Lord, we do look for the day of your return. We look forward to that day. Lord, we just look to you and trust you. We just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. The last few weeks we've been talking about prayer and we talked about praying in faith. And today I want to just talk a little bit about faith. The Bible says, you know, that faith is a reality of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is reality of things hoped for, the evidence of things we can't see. And all of a sudden now, for the Christian, reality becomes something different. You know, for most people, reality is, well, what I see, what I feel, what I touch, that's real. But the Bible says faith is the reality of things that I can't see. Trusting God for what he says. You know, I can always see what's going on around me, but when I see what's going on around me, then I still have to trust God because that's reality for the Christian. What is the reality? You know, it is well with my soul, no matter what I'm going through. That's reality. You know, faith is trusting God's word based, trusting God based on his word, even if I can't see the results. You know, that I I believe what God says. I believe God's word is true. The Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. God is true. His word is true. So I trust him and I have faith in him. And I want to look at uh, James, the second chapter, and talk a little bit about faith and something else. In James, the second chapter, beginning at the 14th verse, it says, What does it profit, profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and you say to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you don't give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith without Faith with by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, well, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you faith by my works. You believe there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you, do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Can we have faith and do nothing? Can I say I believe something and do nothing? If I believe it, the Bible says it's going to cause me to do something. It's going to cause action. If I, if I believe God's word is true, then it's going to cause action. When we pray in faith, it's going to bring the corresponding actions. And so faith or prayer and faith aren't just empty, empty things. We sit and we, we say things and we ask God for things. We, we ask God to do this and do that. But then we don't carry it out. Then we really don't believe it. We really don't believe it. Some areas where this happens, it's like we can't say I'm a Christian. And that's what this said up here. I can't say I'm a Christian, but I won't help others. We can't say... I believe God wants to bless me and then complain about everything. You know, if we're going to ask God and thank him, then you can't turn around and complain about everything. 
We have to then start to walk out what I believe. You know, I can't talk about being sick all the time and believe God wants to heal me. I'm not saying people aren't sick. But, you know, if you focus on that all the time, you say, well, I'm just always sick. I I can't, nothing's ever going to change. Well, then you can't pray and ask God to heal you and then go around saying, well, I guess I'm just going to be sick all the time. You know, that our faith has to have corresponding words and actions. We can't say, I believe God wants to give me wisdom, pray for wisdom, and then talk about how stupid I am. Well, I never, I can't do anything right. Or I can't believe God wants to guide me, but never read his word to guide me and show me what he wants me to do. You know, it's one thing to say God wants to guide me, and I believe that, but then when we carry it out, we do it by reading his word and walking according to what he wants. We show our faith by our works. Works alone doesn't make faith. You can't do it backwards. If we just say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look like a Christian, I'm going to act like a Christian, I'm going to talk like a Christian, I'm going to do a lot of good works, that'll make me a Christian. It doesn't. It just makes you self-righteous. Think about it. Works by themselves is just me trying to do something to attain a place with God. It's just self-righteousness. It's empty works. Faith produces godly works. But sometimes what we try to do is we try to say, okay, I'm going to do the works. I'm going to try to be good enough without faith. That just becomes self-righteousness. Becomes self-righteousness. So when when we see this, you know, we think about how does this apply? We can say, I believe. And this verse we just talked about says, we even the demons believe and tremble. So, you know, just saying I believe isn't, isn't enough. The demons say they believe um, in Mark one twenty one. Mark one twenty one says they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and he taught. And they were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one has had authority, not as scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. He cried out saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit come out, he convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, and he came out of him. It's always interesting to me is that man with those demons recognized who Jesus was. He believed who Jesus was immediately, one of the first people. The religious people of the day, they didn't believe it. But a man with a demon recognized who Jesus was. Even the demons believe they know who he is. That doesn't mean they have faith. So sometimes we can say, well, I believe. What's that mean? You know, when you make the statement, I believe in God, what does that mean? Well, it means I believe there is a God. But for the Christian, when I say I believe, then that means I'm going to put the works into action. I'm going to live it in my life. I'm going to say the, according, the right things according to what I believe. It becomes a part of who I am. Not just I believe in. Even the demons believe and tremble. And then in James 2.17, it says, Thus also faith by itself, it does not have works, is dead. It's dead. Salvation. The Bible says if you believe in your heart, Romans, Romans 9 and 10, if you believe in your heart 
and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Believe in your heart, but then what? Believe and confess. What is the confess? Confess is the works. We believe in our heart, and that causes us to confess. Faith without works is dead. If we just believe, then it's just I believe in. But faith with works have to go together. They have to go together. Here's what happens, and I want to say this about our children. When you raise children, basically children will start in faith very simple if you explain to them the gospel. And they'll, they'll say, yes, I believe. And I believe they do believe. Here's what happens as they grow. At some point, that faith has to become their action. That faith has to become then their belief inside that causes proper works. If it doesn't happen, they will just believe because mom and dad said so or because mom and dad did or if I need help, I'll go back to mom and dad and they can pray for me. Until your children have faith and put that faith into action, it's not their faith. At some point, they have to do it. Sometimes it happens a little later in life. Sometimes it happens when you confront a situation that's out of your control. You'll, you'll find that with children, you know. Well, you know, if everything's going good, I can have faith. It's when I hit something that's an obstacle, a barrier, a hard time in life. And then their faith has to become action. They decide, do I really believe? Am I really going to put this faith to work? Do I really believe what God said? And I believe it for me, not because mom and dad said so, not because Pastor Ron said so, not because my teacher said so, but I believe because it's what I believe. That has to happen. Otherwise, it's right, self-righteousness. There has to be faith with works. It has to be a product of what I believe, and I put it into action. I start to trust God for something. I trust him. I trust him for what he says. I trust him for what I'm going through, for what I need. And I have to put that into action. And so everybody has to go through that to get to that point. You know, it can happen at very, it might happen when, when they're very small. It can happen at any time. But it has to be something that becomes a part of us so that it's faith that produces works. Faith produces works. Okay, remember that. It's not faith and then we kind of do. Faith produces works. When I believe what God says, I will act accordingly. If I believe him, then I will act accordingly. If he says love others, love one another, then I will love one another. Because it's in me, not because I have to. You know, why do we help people in Kentucky? Well, we have to. Pastor said, we're collecting clothes and food, so I guess I better go to the grocery store and buy some stuff, see if I can find some old clothes laying around because i got to give this stuff. That's works. I would call it self-righteousness. Faith with work says, wow, what a blessing. We get to help somebody that needs help. You know, because God's love is in me. And I want to help. You know, it's something that's a part of us. And faith produces that kind of works. You know, and you don't have to work at it. 
You don't have to work at it. Faith produces works. You know, the Bible talks about trees. And it says trees will produce certain kinds of fruit. In Matthew 7, Matthew seven seventeen, Jesus says, Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and can, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown to the fire, into the fire. Therefore, by the fruits, by their fruits, you shall know them. Trees are known by their fruit. If you plant an apple tree, unless you do grafting, you're going to get apples. And when you get apples, you say, that's an apple tree. You know it by its fruit. Christians are known by what we produce. Christians produce godly fruit. Faith produces works. Godliness produces fruit. You will know them by their fruit. So we should be able to see something different when people say they have faith. When you have faith, then you produce works, and you can see it. Now, again, you can see works, but they don't mean you have faith. Works can be just self-righteousness. So consequently, you can have good people who have no faith. You have good people. So when I get to the funeral home and everybody says, wow, what a good person. All I can say is, yep, good person. What does that mean? It means they were a good person. They produced good fruit. I don't know what the basis for that was. Was it because of faith? Did faith produce that being good? I always say, consequently, we can look at somebody at the funeral and say, well, they were kind of ornery. Well, I don't know. They, they could be. I don't know if they had faith and just never produced enough fruit or what fruit they should. I, I don't know. We know people by their fruit. You know, I can't answer all those questions, but it's interesting how we start to make, we start to determine people by fruit sometimes, and we don't always know for sure if it was faith that produced that fruit. Was it really faith? Or was it self-righteousness, just me trying to be a good person, which is nice. I think that's a noble thing to do. But being a good person doesn't get you into heaven. You know, it makes you nice to get along with here, but it doesn't mean you're going to heaven because it takes faith. It takes faith. And so we have to see that faith comes first and faith produces works. Faith produces something. If we, if we say we believe in healing... I want to I look at Matthew 8, 1 to 4. In Matthew 8, 1 to 4, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed Jesus. Behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said, see that, I, see that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, offer the gift that... Mo- the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. It's interesting. Several times in the Bible, when it's talked about healing, it says, you know, go and do this. Some people were told, well, you know, if you want healed, go wash the river. And the man said, I ain't going over there. 
It'd be like somebody say, you know, if you want healed, go wash in the Portage River. Eh, I don't think so. You know, nothing wrong with it now. It's pretty clean, relatively speaking. But you know, sometimes rivers aren't the cleanest thing in the world. Or you maybe you like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. I don't have to do that. Jesus can just heal me because I think he ought to, not because I'm not going to do that. You know, sometimes people touch the hem of his garment. Did they need to touch that to be healed? No. But you know what? There's times when faith produces action. And sometimes that's where we stop. We stop with, well, I'm not doing that. I don't know about you, but I've done this. Sometimes, you know, I've, I'm, I'm struggling with something, and I, I know I need prayer. And I know I need to get prayer. And, and somebody says, well, you know, if you want prayer, you can come forward. And I go, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Let me say this. I don't think you always have to come forward for prayer. But don't say, I'm not doing that. Maybe your faith needs some action. And I think sometimes the action, there's something there that it, it, it doesn't produce faith, but it can show faith. And sometimes we need to say, you know what? Why, why wouldn't I do that? That's what I, why wouldn't I do that? You know, if I want God to do, why, what would it be that I wouldn't want to do something? You know, that faith sometimes takes action. We have to maybe do something. You know, now, doing something doesn't produce faith, okay? And doing something doesn't make God, you know, you don't do it, so, okay, God, I did this. Now you have to. We're not trying to play a game with God where we're manipulating him. We're just showing faith and obedience and action and words, and sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we just need to do that. Um, you know, Sometimes as Christians, we need, the Bible talks about walking by faith. Walking by faith. I can say I believe, but do I walk it? There's a song, I think a song used to say, if you can't talk, if you can't walk the walk, then don't talk the talk. That you know, as Christians, we need to walk according to what we believe. What we believe will cause us to walk a certain way. Faith produces action. It produces works. And so sometimes we need to see what it is we need to do. And in Galatians, the fifth chapter, the 22nd verse, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit, okay, the fruit of the Spirit, the things that God puts in me are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we believe, if we live in the Spirit, then we need to walk according. There needs to be corresponding actions. If I say I believe, then I'm going to walk a certain way. I'm going to act a certain way. I'm going to talk a certain way. Because it's in me. And it's got to get in you, and you've got to believe it. You've got to have faith before you can walk it. And it says that if I have that in me, then I'm going to walk. I'm going to exhibit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the things that are going to start growing in my life. Does that mean I don't have any other things that are bad in me? No. The Bible says we still have a flesh. We crucify it daily. 
Okay, so we crucify the flesh. We walk in the spirit. We crucify those things that God doesn't want and we walk according to his word. And this is what we do. So it produces, it produces fruit. The fruit of the spirit. See, it's all a matter of in us and it grows and it produces works. It produces fruit. And this is what God wants from his people. He wants us to walk a certain way. He wants us to live a certain way. We live by faith and not by sight. Will we stumble? Yes. Are we perfect? No. The Apostle Paul, we've been studying Wednesday night. Apostle Paul says, I am not yet perfect, but I press on. I'm heading. I got a goal. He says, this is where I'm going. I trust God. I have faith. I walk according to his spirit. I trust him. I'm being perfected. You know, we're headed in a direction and we're committed to that. We're committed to that and we trust him. We trust him. And when we have faith, it'll start to produce works. When people get saved, usually what you hear is people say things like maybe people you worked with. People say things like, you seem different now. What are they saying? What are they saying? We see that you're starting to produce different fruit. We, we see something's different about you. Your fruit is different. Something's changed. Faith has started to produce fruit. And that should happen in everyone. Now, some produce different amounts of fruit. And, you know, I'm not talking about amounts of fruit. Just fruit. Things will change when we have faith. When we start to trust God, when it's inside of us, it grows and it produces fruit. And then it changes on the outside. People see it. People see we're different. People see we act different. Well, you don't do the things you used to do or something. They see that you're producing different fruit. Different fruit. So when we say we have faith, we need to make sure that's faith that's growing and it's faith that produces works. If we have faith and it's true faith in God, it will produce fruit. You don't have to make it happen. You have to learn from him, learn from his word, trust him, and it will produce fruit. You can't have to grit your teeth and say, oh, I got to change. That's a lot of times when people deal with things in life, you know, that you're struggling with, maybe or thing. You know, sometimes we go, oh, I got to quit this. Oh, I got to quit that. Oh, I got to quit doing this. The Bible says if we walk in the spirit, we won't produce the things of the flesh. Instead of trying to quit the flesh, we need to start walking in the spirit more. We need to make a decision to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to do what you want. And then the rest of that will start to go away. Sometimes we do it backwards and we try to, okay. And sometimes the church has led people to do that. You know, well, if you're going to become a Christian, you've got to quit this and this and this. And if you go to our church, you can't do this and this and this. And here's the laws. One time, a long time ago, I've told this story a few times. One time, probably 25 years ago, a lady came to our church, and, and uh, she had been there a little while. And after a period of time, she came to me and said, Pastor, i got some things I want to share with you. Oh, okay. And so she had a list. She had a list of ten things. Ten things that people had to do to quit because they were Christians or claimed to be Christians. or She didn't even know they were Christians, but she didn't think they should do it when they were at church. And so she had the whole list of laws and rules. 
And she's going to try to make people be something just because she made a rule. The problem with that is that's not how you get people to become a Christian. You don't get them to become a Christian by saying, well, here's the rules and quit doing this, quit doing that. And if you come, you can't do this, can't do that. No, it says have faith and it'll produce fruit. The other way is the law. And it produces self-righteousness. And when you make rules for somebody else and say, you need to do this and this and this and this to be a Christian, you are putting the law on them and trying to make them be something based on the law. And that will only end up being self-righteousness. We need to pray. What do we pray? Lord, people need to be born again. Born of the Spirit. That has to happen first. They have to be born of the Spirit in them. And when the Spirit is in them, that Spirit in them wants to produce. And if we allow that Spirit to produce, it will produce fruit. We don't have to make rules. Can't do this, can't do that. The Spirit will produce fruit. It wants to produce fruit. It wants to change us. We're to be changed from glory to glory. It's a, it's a natural process. It's a supernatural process. And we trust God. We trust him. That when we have faith, it'll produce works. It'll produce works. Can we say we have faith and have no works? No, it's dead. It's dead. It's dead faith. It's not faith. It's dead. Faith without works is dead. But works don't produce faith. So we have faith and we allow God to produce the works in us and through us. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love us. And Lord, that you love us so much that you came and you died and you rose again. And Lord, you want to dwell within us. That you want to dwell within us by your spirit. And when we yield and trust and walk according to your spirit, it'll produce the works and the fruit in our life. So Lord, just help us to have our hearts open to you, that we can trust you. We can trust you, Lord, and not trust ourselves that we're going we're gonna to do it good enough, that somehow we can be good enough to think that you're pleased with us. Lord, just help us to realize that you died on a cross because we're not good enough and we don't deserve your love, but you loved us so much that you sent your son to die for us. So, Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, help us to walk by faith. We just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If anybody would need like prayer this morning, I'll, I'm going to be up here and stay up here to pray with you. So you're dismissed.